everyone, this is Kennedy Hawk from the Marvel Champions Monthly Fan Podcast team. Today we're here with another Power Up episode, talking about a hero in all four different aspects, and how that hero is viable and exciting in each one. Today my special guest is Andy N. Andy, how's it going? It's going great. Going really good. How's, uh, how's it hanging? You're feeling very spider-ish today? Yeah, I am. I am. I've had a bunch of time with uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man protection recently. I've kind of been obsessed with uh, figuring out Spider-Man protection versus Rhino heroic and just on solo. And that's just been my, that's actually like all I've been playing with Marvel Champions all week. Um, so yeah, so I'm having, I've been having fun with it. I'm excited for the episode. So have you gotten the win yet against heroic right now? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Honestly, okay. Hero- Honestly, Heroic 1, it, it, it's like taking it down consistently, like, like almost easily. But Heroic, nice. Heroic 2, I, I got a win like first try, I think. No, second, second try. And I was like, wow, this must be really good. It's been really hard to get back to like any consistent win against Heroic 2, but I guess that's probably fine. <laughs> Seems fair. Seems fair. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about um, playing as Spider-Man in Marvel Champions? That's a great question. I, I think my immediate response would be Spider-Sense. I just love that when the villain is attacking you, you get an extra card. And that's why toe-to-toe is, was such a fun, fun card to me when that came out in the Hulk pack. Um, that makes the villain attack you and, and gives you that that attack back. Um, as well as now bait and switch is my new... That's what I've been playing with all all week. I've been practicing bait and switch, which is a new card in Scarlet Witch, which will also make the villain attack you. I just love that. Um, it's so fun and such a cool thing to, to think about how to uh, um, utilize that well. What does that one do again? Oh, bait and switch. It says it's a one-cost protection event uh, with the energy uh, resource. And it says uh, hero action thwart. Villain attacks you. Remove four threat from the main scheme. Oh, and that's a, a Scarlet Witch card. Yes. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that was and awesome. It's great for Spider-Man because he can uh, make the villain attack him. He's totally well equipped for that. He's going to draw a card, which no other hero will do, um, and then he'll, uh, you know, he 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 could backflip if the hero if the villain has a big attack, or he could take a hit, and then remove the fourth threat, and then flip down and heal without May. Um, he's just it's a perfect card for Spider Man. It's got awesome Spider Man art on it too. It does. Yep. All right, well, let's talk about Spider-Man a little bit. So what are your favorite cards from Spider-Man's Hero Kit? Ooh, let's see. I would say um, Web Shooter is... Okay, let's see. No, let me start with... All 15, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I do actually, I really, really like his whole hero set. Um, But I would say, I guess I would start with Black Cat. She, she's the probably the one card that you know when i get her it's like all right here we go um gonna play her and she's just so great because she helps him with one of his um well 
an issue that many heroes can struggle with, which is like minions and dealing with tough. Because she just does that one little ping all game so she can help him finish off a, you know, a three health minion. If he and her attack, they can knock out a you know, Hydra guard or whatever, it, whatever it's called, um, the mercenary. Um, or he, she can ping off a toughness before he does a swing web kick. So she's probably my favorite, but Aunt May is my favorite support in the game. She's amazing. The fact that like you flip down, she heals you for, for four, and then she can heal you for four again before you flip back. I think that's so fun, and not just because she can do it, but also because it encourages you to play to the edge and, and like push your luck with, with mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Because like, if you can get down to a low, low, low health, you know, one or two health, is where you'll get the the full use of Aunt May if you flip. Yep, so it feels super thematic for Spider-Man to be like dangling at the edge. <laughs> exactly, like t- you know, taking all these hits and then coming back up. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I feel like every card he has is amazing. Like his worst cards are, I guess, his resource generator has uses, which is not as good as most other people's, but it's also f- almost free and it's wild. Um, I guess Spider yeah. Tracer is kind of like situational, but like it's situational, but still really good. <laughs> it's not situational yeah, exactly. and never used. So exactly, it's it is situational, but but if you think about it in terms of resource cost to what you're getting, it's one of the best value, uh, you know, threat removal in the game because it's one cost uh, for three threat is amazing, um, and and with uh, it's you know it's free to play if you if you. Uh, use his scientist um, ability in yep. Alter Ego to play it. Um, it is situational, which is tough, you know, in solo especially, I'd say. Like, in, in multiplayer, there's going to be more minions. So as long as you communicate and tell someone, like, hey, don't kill that minion. I'm going to throw a it. spider tracer <laughs> on it. And yeah, I need it. I need it. Um, and so that's, that's the one issue for him. And with that, too... There's a couple cards you think you would think might work well with him. So like Into the Fray, for example. I, I'm not sure yet. I haven't had a chance to really play with it yet. But Into the Fray, uh, you attack a minion, and then whatever excess damage past the minion's health is going to remove threat. But it doesn't really work well with Spider Tracer, because if you have Spider Tracer out, you are, are probably already dealing with all the threat you need to. Um, yeah, possibly. you almost have to use Spider Tracer on like a side scheme at that point. Um, exactly. And same thing with uh, um, what's the corset card? Um, zero cost, remove two threat from from a scheme after you defeat a minion. Um, what is that card? Has Captain Marvel? Oh, uh, chase them down. Chase them down. Um, again, it's, it has a mental resource. So you'd think that he'd like it because uh, Black Cat likes mental resources. And it's like, oh, this is cheap threat removal and aggression. But it's actually, it's awkward with Spider Tracers because it's kind of like, well, Spider Tracers really is going to be removing threat if you have minions out there. So you need to find other ways to remove threat. So that's one That's one issue with his set is there's no good threat removal other than Spider Tracers. Um, and then one other issue I'd say is webbed up does cost a lot. And if you aren't careful, you're going to totally throw your tempo off if you spend your whole turn playing that, even though it should, by rights, like give you tempo because it's, you know, it's 
stopping the villain from attacking twice. It's it could be taking your whole hand to play it, and it has a little bit of cross, uh, like cross. Is that is, I'm realizing more and more how much it's at cross purposes with Spider Sense because he actually wants the villain to attack him. Yeah, that's the problem I have, especially in heroic. Like you're saying, like you'd think it would buy you tempo, but you spend your whole turn. And if Rhino gets two encounter cards, if one of them is an assault or a stampede, all of a sudden, like you spend your whole turn webbed up and you gain no ground. That's when you run into problems. Exactly, which is why it's so fun playing uh, heroic Rhino in protection because protection allows you to have so much toughness out there with like you know Luke Cage and with uh, um, with Muster Courage, um, and and then of course he has his own backflip. So I've been playing it where I'll, I'll get attacked three or four times in a villain phase and be fine because I have tough on my, my allies and tough on Spider-Man and maybe I had a backflip, maybe I defended. But now I'm going to the, um, into my hero phase with like eight or nine cards in hand. And it's amazing. Um, Pretty good, yeah. So I, I've, I don't know, I think I played webbed up maybe once in my whole week of playing uh, playing heroic against rhino so at least against rhino on heroic it's been a little bit of a dead card um but it can be better in multiplayer too if you time it right where like maybe you play it and so then you know that the villain will be attacking like two other people before it comes around to you there can be that can be a thing you can do but but yeah yeah, I think I think you hit nail on the head. Black Cat's my favorite card as well. I think she's one of those allies you can build a deck around. When we get to the leadership deck, that's basically what I did. I've tried to build around her forced response a lot, but it's really awkward. It was kind of foretelling of how powerful make the call and rapid response were going to be because it's after you play Black Cat when you play those when you use make the call and when you use um, rapid response, you're not playing Black Cat, so you're unable to trigger her like forced response extra. But her ability exactly. to get you income is really cool. So I've tried to make a lot of decks where I thin to like just mental resources in Black Cat and just try to churn through her as much as possible. But it's really hard because Spider-Man's got so many events that makes it difficult. Yes, it's, yes, exactly. I would exactly agree with that. That it's, um, I don't think it's worth building a completely mental deck just to try and take advantage of that. But I do think it's totally worth it. Like when, you're just weighing various cards to include the mental resource as like just one more factor in terms of like, oh, should I go with, um, you know, uh, Brawn or Valkyrie? You know, uh, maybe I'll go with Brawn because he's, he's a mental resource. Um, and that way it's, it's just one more card in my deck that might be a, f- a kind of a free card to draw when I play my black cat, which I'll probably play yeah. just once. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, right? Hopefully, yes. As, unless a uh, concussive blast can be a problem for keeping her alive sometimes. You know, you're playing totally. under attack. What kind of weaknesses do you see in Spider-Man's kit? Is there something that he, he lacks that, um, you know, well-rounded heroes or heroes that are, you know, jack of all the trades have nailed down really well? Yeah, I'd say the two issues are threat, for one thing. So threat is an issue again there's really no there's nothing in his kit that does anything for threat removal other than the spider tracers and they can be you know 
you could go many games, having them at totally appropriate times that, that help you out a lot. And you could go a bunch of games, but you just never get one at the right time um, to be able to use on a minion. So if you don't have those, well, Black Cat is not made for threat removal. So you can you know, barely do any threat removal. Spider-Man can barely do any threat removal himself. And so there's really nothing in there for him to do threat removal. And, then until, and until recently, that made you know, some of the aspects, like especially aggression and protection, really awkward if you wanted to, to try and deal with threat, which if you're playing solo, you have to, to deal with threat. Um, I would yeah. argue that now with basic being having that huge steroid from wasp, um, I think, and I think that's, this is kind of a little bit of a foreshadowing for my two deck, uh, builds that I have for Spider-Man today. Um, but I think that with basic, you have enough allies that can remove, that can deal with threat now in basic that really it helps them to be extra um, uh, viable in every aspect, even in solo, um, to help smooth out the threat issue. Yeah, his one saving grace is kind of that he has three defense, so he can stay in hero form for a really long time. Now, Aunt May and Peter's scientist ability are really good alter ego abilities and cards, yeah. so it's tempting to flip, but you can stay in hero form and avoid extra threat getting placed in the main scheme which which helps a little bit yes yes i would agree with that the other issue though for him is um i would say minions because he also does not have a ton in his kit for uh dealing damage or spreading damage you know unlike someone like ant-man who has you know his three army of ants he, he has, uh, you know, when he flips to giant form, he deals a damage. Um, he can deal three damage in, in, uh, um, in large form or, you know, the, the one damage in, in tiny form. And Wasp also is really, um, was it, his, his, his uh, signature ally, Wasp, could deal four damage when she comes out or two, whatever he needs her to do. Um, and his giant stomp also like spreads damage. So he's got so much ways that he can spread out his damage. Spider-Man does not have that. Spider-Man has um, just his two damage that he deals. And then he's got Black Cat dealing the one damage. And then he's got these big swinging web kicks for eight damage. And, you know, there's no overkill with that. There's nothing to kind of make that less of just a big expensive attack. Uh, and so when you're dealing with someone who's, you know, got five health or something, it's really awkward. Like, do I use a swinging web kick on that guy or otherwise, how am I going to take him down? Like you really, you really need to have a plan for how you're going to, how you're going to deal with minions and minions, I would say, especially, but also, um, like, uh, I guess more generally you could say awkward uh amounts of damage placement if that makes sense because like yeah you're not so very versatile yeah well because like rhino's uh rhino's um suit right again five damage has to be placed on it I, when that comes out it's just so awkward because you're like it's not really five to me that's probably 
that might very well be eight that it's really going to soak because I'm probably going to have to just use a swinging web kick to take out that whole suit. Um, and so, yeah, anything like that, when there's tufts all over the place and if you're getting stunned or getting exhausted or having to have, you had to exhaust to, to uh, defend, he just does not have a lot of ways to deal with those small bits of damage. And like you were saying, he wants to stay in hero form so he doesn't have to flip to alter ego because he's not going to have a great, he might not have a great way to deal with the threat that's going to come out of him flipping to alter ego. Um, but the problem is he can handle villain attacks typically pretty well. But if he's getting attacked by the villain and also there's a bunch of minions who he couldn't finish off who are also attacking him, it's hard for him to take all that damage, and it's certainly not going to work for him to flip down and let those minions scheme along with the villain, because he's going to probably not be able to recover from that uh, in many, at least in many aspects. Um, and so, I would say that is his other, his other weakness, or at least his other, you know, element to him that you have to really work around. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with those for his weaknesses. Those are the primary two. I would say he's very thematic, um, but I don't get the quippiness of Spider-Man in his cards. It's pretty good in the flavor text. Um, mm. But those awesome Spider-Man puns and quips I expect from the comics, they don't just come out at me. I wish there was a card to to make me feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who would you say is the best uh, quipper in the in the you know three different movies movie versions? That's a good question. I mean, I guess that's more about the writers. Definitely not Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would say. I feel like this one feels a little bit more like Toby, where it yeah. feels like uh, you, you feel heroic. Uh, you feel like you're getting the crap kicked out of you often, uh, but you get back up and you go after it. Um, you're very scrappy, uh, but you, um, yeah, you, you're, not, you're, not, you're not just being like, here, take this. Like, I'm, you know, with ease flipping and flying around and uh you know and and uh yeah the the quippiness of i think andrew garfield has some pretty good quipping right this is pretty good he had passion it was good yes yes well we'll get to flipping here in a little bit but what are your top couple play tips for piloting spider-man are there things that you feel like you always play wrong, like rules misses, or they're like strategy tips that you say, like always mulligan for this card, or always look for this at setup. Yeah, good question. Um, I would say, uh, again with the threat issue slash minion issue, many many scenarios throw a side scheme and or minion at you on setup and so having a plan in your deck building and certainly in your mulliganing uh to for how to deal with those so again i have rhino heroic you know in my mind right now but rhino expert is always going to have breaking and taking and there's no reason that you know whatever hero you're playing there's no reason that that should stay on the table right like you got to get off the table yeah 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 so for him if you can get uh you, you need to have a two threat two thwarting uh ally come out um you know nick fury is amazing for that because then you good can opener play. yeah 
Yeah, great opener because you play him, move some threat, and you also know he's gonna soak the first hit for you. Um, and I would say if, but with Nick Fury too, you could play Nick Fury and you could quite possibly get another ally like Mockingbird or um, I, I would say Ironheart is a great you know second ally to have out there. Yeah. Uh, and then just the two of them can finish thwarting. Spider-Man can attack. So usually dealing with the sides game is the, the first priority, I'd say. Um, and so that's, a, that's one strategy tip. Another strategy tip is, I think I alluded to this earlier, but Aunt May, you shouldn't be thinking of her as healing four. You should be thinking of her as healing eight. And therefore, you should think of you know, Spider-Man as how can I take a lot of damage without necessarily risking death? And yep. then and then and only then flip down. Uh so you know, if you don't add anything to Spider-Man um uh, in terms of endurance or honorary avenger, he has a very uh small window to get the best use out of her. You have to be at two health or less, which is really two health or one health to get a full eight heal from Aunt May. So I think Endurance is a card that should be stapled to every single Spider-Man deck. That's embarrassing. Um, I don't have it in either of mine, but I should now that I Really? <laughs> oh, man. I think it's just so helpful. It's so helpful. Now, I'll, I'll, I will say when I play it or play with it, I don't always play it the first time I see it because uh, there might be something more pressing to do. But it is an easy way to, to widen that window such that now um, getting down to five or less health will get the full uh, use out of Aunt May. And you're not saying don't flip unless you can heal eight. Like if you can heal six or seven, it's still pretty good um, to flip down because you're not exhausting at all to do a recovery action. Um, but if you're flipping when you only have four damage, maybe you should stick around for one more turn. Yeah, okay. I would say, I, you know, I wouldn't say don't flip. Like if you need to heal or if, there's, if, 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 if in the balance of things, you know, you could flip, heal, etc. Don't not flip just to wait until you can do the full. But you should be trying to play such that you just like, you know, again, if you have Aunt May out there and you, and you think you can afford to otherwise flip down to alter ego on a fairly regular basis, just just be looking to soak hits constantly so that you can then take use of of uh, of of Aunt May. I I think I think just like just lean into that. I think if you've got Aunt May out there, if you don't have Aunt May, you have to be a lot more conservative with that. And maybe defend with that big. Uh, here's another strategy tip. I'd say. He's one of the few heroes who has no, maybe the only hero? Yeah, I think, I think the only hero who has no um, difference between his recovery and his defense. Uh, unlike, I think even Hulk has, Hulk has three defense, but I think he has four recover, right? Yeah. Um, so with Spider-Man, unlike every other hero in the game, you, you don't get any extra benefit from recovering instead of defending and so therefore you can def you can defend a fair amount more often than some other heroes would like if you think you need to defend 
to just keep yourself from from dying uh go for it because you know unlike many other heroes where it's like ah i want to take a lot more damage and then i'll flip down and i'll heal and that'll be more uh efficient because i'm recovering for five instead of defending for two or something you know um yeah so that's one thing for him he has a really crappy recover um (laughs) i've got two tips i think focus on that alter ego and hero ability um so that alter ego ability scientist is generate a mental resource when you're paying for a card in alter ego form you have to spend that when you're an alter ego you can't generate the resource flip and then spend it and a lot of his cards like swinging web kick and webbed up they require hero form but I think you mentioned earlier playing his web shooter or spider tracer with that scientist ability is really, really good. Allies are like the best thing usually you can play or upgrades with that ability. So you can make Black Cat only cost one. You can make Nick Fury in your opening hand only cost three and then replenish himself. So focus on ways to use that scientist ability and make sure you don't stuff your deck with 30 hero actions because then you're never going to get to use it. And on exactly. the. Exactly, yeah. And then on the other side, um, be careful with stun, because that spider senses only goes off when the villain attacks you or initiates an attack against you. Um, Stun and webbed up, those are replacement effects. So if you have the villain webbed up, Rhino doesn't attack you, you don't get to draw that card for spider senses. I think Spider-Man's the only hero that with no setup, when you flip every turn as long as the villain's not stunned, they're attacking you, and you have a six-card hand size in hero form. Um, like Iron Man can get there, but he's got to play a bunch of tech upgrades first. So take advantage of that large or artificially large hero hand size by not overly stunning the villain and making sure they at least attempt to initiate attacks against you. Absolutely. And with that, remember that that you only get that card if it's the villain initiates an attack against you. So you're going to have to be, if you're in multiplayer, be thinking about that. Like, how can we kind of time our stuns as a team to where maybe, you know, you as Iron Man, or if you're, if you're the, if Iron Man is the first player, then that's fine that the villain's stunned because now stun will be removed when he, when he would attack Iron Man. And now he's going to actually attack me and initiate an attack. So I'll draw that card. Um, Otherwise it's really awkward if like stun goes off against Spider-Man and then Iron Man's like, oh, no, please don't attack me. And, you know, you could defend for him, but you're still not drawing the card because it's you only draw the card. If it's, and so that would be that would be uh, that would be my maybe my tip for like an easily missed rule. Maybe I don't know if people miss that, but like um, at least missing the strategy of that. Totally. Well, let's get to our deck builds. Why don't you pick one of your <laughs> decks and go through the deck and we'll talk about it. Yeah, well, you know what? I will talk about my aggression one first because I, I liked what you mentioned about being careful with stunning. And this deck really leans into that idea. I, I'll tell you before I go into this deck, I actually really, really loved right after the Hulk hero pack came out, I played a ton of Spider-Man using toe-to-toe, but I also used Dropkick because I think that Spider-Man is actually one of the most capable uh, heroes at pulling off dropkick because if he plays his web shooters, those are providing wild resources, which can give you physical resources. Uh, he can play a Quinn carrier for a wild resource. He can play a martial prowess for a physical resource. And 
if he doesn't really want to play his uh, his um, webbed up, which he often doesn't, webbed up is a physical resource. Uh, oh, yeah, as well as backflip is a physical resource, which if you're not getting attacked, you're not really wanting to play backflip. So you've got the resources to play dropped kick. And that was a really fun style of play. It was essentially like just really stun him hard, draw cards, use toe-to-toe, maybe even stun him, use toe-to-toe, and then stun him again. Um, you know, maybe use webbed up with drop kick such that like he's both webbed up and stunned. So he's three deep stunned. Um, and that was a really fun style. But this deck I have right now is not that. It's, it actually is trying to lean in the other direction to where you actually aren't stunning the villain. You're actually asking him to attack you. So here we go. This is the, this is the aggression deck. So it is going to have a whole suite of basic cards. So bear with me here. It's going to have energy, genius, and strength, right? So the three... Uh, normal resource cards. It's going to have two copies of the power in all of us, which is that you know resource card for basic. Avengers Mansion and Quinn Carrier as as support cards to to you know build up resources. Two copies of Honorary Avenger and a copy of Endurance. It's going to have for allies. It's going to have see six basic allies Ironheart, Lockjaw Mockingbird Nick Fury, Spider-Man that's Miles Morales and War Machine it's going to have two aggression allies Brawn and Spider-Girl it's going to have then for events a bunch of aggression events so it's going to have three toe-to-toe two press the advantage and two you'll pay for that so it's that's the whole deck. It's a heavy basic deck with more of a what is it? Seven let's see, seven, nine, nine aggression cards. Um and I can walk you through it a little bit. So, like I said, Avengers Mansion and Queen Carrier, they're both mental resources, so that's great for Black Cat. And they're both those both really expand just what he's capable of by I'm building out his resources. Uh, endurance is great, again, for the reasons said before, that it really opens up his window of, of health. Honorary Avenger is fun because you can either put it on him to even further expand his window of health, or you can just throw it on an ally here or there to get a little bit of extra juice out of that ally. Uh, a really good... Um, candidate for that would be either Lockjaw because then it turns Lockjaw from a two-use ally into a three-use because he can he now has enough health to thwart 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 again or thwart thwart block Um, and then War Machine is also another good candidate for that because then War Machine can just thwart again Uh, but you could also use one on you know Spider-Man or on uh, Spider-Man or Spider-Girl if you just need to push a little bit more damage out of them and didn't want them to, to go away yet. Um, and then with the 
the allies. There's a ton of allies. And part of that is, you know, you're not stunning the villain very often. So quite often you're going to be wanting to block with an ally. So like Nick Fury, of course, is great in that way where you, you play him, he does a lot for you, and then he can just soak a hit. Uh, Lockjaw, again, you can play Lockjaw, Thwart, take a hit. Ironheart can take a hit. Spider-Girl is, uh, can take a hit. War Machine can, can uh, block with his toughness and absorb a big overkill, like, like a charge from Rhino. Yep. Um, the, the reason why you have things like War Machine and Lockjaw in there, though, it, is honestly you, for the, the threat removal is, is first and foremost. Spider-Man Miles Morales is a great card for, for Spider-Man. Uh, for Peter Parker, because it's either he can come in and either do four damage uh, immediately, which is great for dealing with a minion or with an awkward amount of you know damage that has to be dealt, or he can remove three threat, which is such a clutch number, especially in in uh, solo where many side schemes are exactly three threat. So he's great for dealing with a side scheme. Um, and what's crazy about Miles Morales is if, if you actually use him for damage and not threat removal, he's he's a swinging web kick just spread out. He's, he he deals eight damage for three costs. It's crazy. That's pretty uh, awesome. Yeah, so he's great. Spider Girl. So get get this. Spider Girl does something kind of fun for you. To so say you're playing, let's just say Rhino. No, no. Let's say uh, let's say Claw. And you've got a big Master of Evil that just came out. You could play Spider-Girl, if you happen to have her as well. Play her, and stuns and confuses that, that, that big uh, minion. And then you can start pinging away at the, at the minion, but don't totally kill him yet. Because you could let him live, and you know he's stunned, so he won't attack you. He's confused, so if you flip down, he won't. He won't scheme. Um, keep him alive so that you have a longer period where there's a minion out there not doing anything, but who's going to sit out there. You can, you can bring his health down. And then once you draw into a spider tracer, throw a spider tracer on him. And then you can finish him and remove threat. So that's the, the theory with that. Uh, and then Braun, basically, I think Braun is great for Spider-Man because that, that one threat removal is really great as well as the one damage. I honestly think it'd be a toss-up if you had Brawn and Black Cat in your hands. I think that both are so great for him. As, as long as he has at least one out there uh, working for him, like that's great. But I think Brawn is, is fantastic for, for him. Um, yeah, so not many little... games are going to go five more turns, right? So... Yeah, may as exactly. Well play exactly. So that's kind of the the, the thought for uh, him. Mockingbird, similarly, like you could actually stun the villain, or you could just stun a minion and keep the you know minion out there for for the uh, spider tracers. Uh, and then goal with press the advantage. Yeah, so press the advantage. The idea there is, I think, honestly, getting stunned and exhausted. Can be a big pain for him in a lot of scenarios. 
So the idea there is it's, it's essentially it's a cheap way to ready or to, to clear a stun. Uh, okay, um, that makes sense. Or to just knock out a small minion. Um, if that minion was stunned or confused by Spider-Girl, it goes well with that. Um, so that's kind of the idea with that. And it is a mental resource. So it will be in you know your deck. I thought about, like, would it be better to have Press Advantage or Haymaker? I think that Press Advantage works better for him because it also can. Um, sometimes you run into issues with Spider Man where you've got just like a, a bum hand of like, you know, cards that you'd rather be using in the villain phase. Um, Press the Advantage has at least the possibility that it could be cycling for you. You know, you, you play it and you, you'll be drawing a new card. So there's at least like that hope that maybe it could be drawing you into. Um, you know, maybe a big expensive card that you could play. That makes uh, sense. I was thinking maybe Skilled Strike would work because you can get Spider-Man's attack up to four and then you get into that minion range. But it doesn't yeah. clear stunned for you, like press the advantage. So I like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then toe-to-toe, of course, is the big... Um, you know, So it says the villain attacks you and then deal five damage uh, to the villain. Um, I think that it's a great card. Back, it's interesting because if you have... Say you're in alter ego, and you draw into a backflip. Normally, that's just like a totally dead card, right? Yep. Um, and so instead, if you have a toe-to-toe and a backflip, you actually have a great um, you know, attack event right there where you could just flip, do toe-to-toe. You'll actually draw a card and then just use your backflip if you need to to dodge all that damage. And then you've just dealt five damage to the enemy. Pretty sweet. Um, yeah. So that's toe to toe, and then of course you'll pay for that is that threat removal. Um, and so this deck, it just I just think it's fun too. It just feels fun. Um, you'll pay for that in toe to toe. Like those are just some of the most fun cards. Uh, I I really would fight for Hulk. Hero Pack having some of the most fun cards in the game. I think they just, yeah, they they're just really fun to play with. So, yes, yeah, so that's the theory of my uh, aggression deck. Well, cool. We should keep moving. I will do the leadership deck next, if that's okay with great. you. Sounds great. So this one is called Black Cat Steals the Show. We probably knew this one was coming. <laughs> um, I was yeah, I was expecting this yeah. I love when the signature ally for a hero can basically like just become the hero by building a whole deck around them. I think you can yeah. do that with Shuri by having her fish up whatever upgrade you need. And the other corset hero you can do that with is Black, or corset ally you can do that with is Black Cat, right? Because there's no consequential damage. And with Ant-Man's pack, we got all those tools to sort of Voltron Black Cat. So you can put an honorary Avenger on her and then inspire her or put power gloves or sky cycle on her. And all of a sudden she's attacking twice per turn for three damage, um, and it's just insane. So here's the deck. We'll go through it. Um, it's pretty standard. I don't think there's anything that special about it, but it's still super fun. So I encourage people, if you haven't tried this out, check it out. Yep. It only requires five packs, which actually sounds like a lot, but it's, it's not as much as I thought it was going to be. Okay, so six allies, Ant-Man, Black Cat, Ironheart, Maria Hill, Nick Fury, and Squirrel Girl. I did go like as all in on the mental resources as I could in this one. So yeah, I love it. All the allies, it. other than Black Cat, mental. 
For events, I've got my three assess the situation, which I think a lot of Spider-Man decks will do, because anytime you draw that card off Black Cat and it's like a dead card in your hand, you feel bad. But when you draw assess, it just turns into a card in your next turn, so I like that. Mm -hmm. Two backflip, two enhanced spider sense, the three web kicks, and then I put three copies of Get Ready, just because it's a zero-cost event that can let Black Cat go one more time. I did the three basic double resources, and for supports, I had Ant May, Team Training, and Triskillion. You could probably drop Team Training for something cheaper. You don't need a... I think Team Training costs... I guess only costs two. I was thinking it costs three. You don't need that extra hit point on Black Cat, but it doesn't hurt for all your other allies. Maria can now thwart for six and things like that. That really helps Spider-Man. For upgrades, I've got three copies of Honorary Avenger because you need to make Black Cat an Avenger for this to work out. I've got two copies of Inspired, so you can play that on Black Cats to get her to two thwart to attack. Two copies of Power Gloves, you have to play it on an Avenger, uh, max one per ally. After that ally attacks or thwarts, you deal one damage to an enemy, so that's how Black Cat gets to her three damage per attack. And then Sky Cycle um, can go on to an Avenger ally again. Gives that ally aerial, we don't care about that part, but it lets you exhaust Sky Cycle to ready that character. So once you get those three upgrades or four upgrades on Black Cat, seems like a lot, but she's then all of a sudden attacking for six per turn, nine if you have a get ready. And at that point, she's just basically a hero, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty basic. There's a ton of mental resources. I had a hard time choosing like what allies to cut. I really like to have Mockingbird for that stun. I feel like Mockingbird is like an MVP ally in every deck you can play except for Hawkeye. And then maybe so the other bad. Mockingbird is. But I went with Nick Fury for the mental resource and Squirrel Girl for the same reason. She can damage some of those minions because you're not going to be using Black Cat for ping damage when she's dealing three. So you'll want to kill the Ultron drones and things like that with Squirrel Girl. Um... Not a ton of allies that have two thwarts. So you've got Ant-Man, you've got Maria Hill and Nick Fury. But with Inspired, you have lots of options still. If you can get Ant-Man out there with four Pym Particles and play Inspired on him, now he's a 3-3, three, three, so he's like 12 threat removal. Over several turns, that seems really, really good. That's really good. I hadn't thought about Inspired Ant-Man. That's actually, that's Inspired. It's Inspired, right? It seems a little yeah. like bad, right? Because you're paying five resources for that 12 threat. Um, but anytime you can spread that threat over multiple turns, especially in solo, right? Rhino draws advanced and you don't have your uh, enhanced... What is it? Not enhanced. Yeah, enhanced spider senses to cancel it. It's not that big of a deal because you just leave Ant-Man out there and say, whenever the threat gets to three, I'm going to use him and remove it. Otherwise, he'll just sit there as a, as a token on my board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. What do you think? That's Any, awesome. Anything to consider? Have you tried using assess the situation a lot with Spider-Man yet? I've tried it with him, and I do like it. Um, I have. Let's see. What are my feelings on it? It's such a it's such a funny card that I'm still just enjoying feeling out how it really ends up playing. Does that, does that make sense? I get um, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm. I think it's totally, totally fair to just be. You could even like throw it on top of a forty card deck and just be like, I'm gonna three assess the situation in there, you know. Um, but I really like how it just messes with the wit, the flow of a deck. Um, and I, I find yeah. with Spider Man a lot, I end up with like one card left over in my hand, and sometimes that card is backflip. So I'm like, okay, I don't feel too bad holding on to this, or it's. 
spider senses, so I hold on to it to cancel something. That's actually something that Spider-Man has to do a lot, as he holds on to cards. But when it's assessed, I can toss it in hero form. And then the next turn with my spider senses, I basically get up to seven cards. When you have seven cards, you can play right like a Nick Fury and two swinging web kicks or something like game changing. Um, and at totally, six, you're totally. just like one resource short. So I, I like it for the for that aspect of it. No, I I do like that, and I honestly I think it might also be in some ways particularly helpful with this specific black cat. Um, strategy because you could uh you know you kind of get bigger hands that can maybe you get black cat on the table and then the same turn you've got enough cards and resources to also like get her inspired immediately that same turn get her power gloves you know get her or a, or a sky cycle or whatever it is like get her kind of going the same turn you play her because you had like a big you know seven eight card hand um so i think that that works well as well as some of these cards you might be like ah i no longer want a second inspired because i already have it out on on black cat so like having the the flexibility that assess the situation gives you of like you know because i think the thing with assess the situation is not just the resources it's but it's the the card options is really helpful for him so because sometimes i just feel like with Spider-Man, you have to be drawing into enough cards to where you you get some of those big, strong cards that he has that he can spend a lot of resources on. So you know you'll be you're going to be wanting to draw into an Ant-Man, a Nick Fury, a Swinging Web Kick, um, you know, a Webbed Up even maybe uh, that you can spend a bunch of cards on. So I I like it. I like the the singular focus of it, um, but I think it would have plenty of things it can do um, in the meantime until you get down to Black Cat. And also, actually, this is a big thing. Assess the situation should cycle you faster, right? I was yeah. just going to bring that up. A lot of people, don't, it's, it's kind of counterintuitive when you want to do like deck thinning and cycling your deck really fast. You'd think, don't include any extra events. Um, but with Assess, yeah. let's say you had five cards in your first hand and five cards in your next hand. If you have three Assesses in that first hand, Instead of seeing 10 cards over two turns, you see 13. Yes. So that's like a huge difference, right? Especially when you're searching for combo pieces and stuff like that. Exactly. Which you are searching for one specific one card, card. To, get, to get it rolling. <laughs> and then everything else, like, you know, will we'll attach to her. But like, yeah, no, I think that's, that's very, very smart then to include those three. I actually want to go play this like as soon as possible. This sounds really fun. Well, let's move on to your Spider-Man protection deck because I'm excited yeah. to hear about how you use the new Quicksilver stuff for this. Yes, yes. Oh, actually, sorry. I actually don't have Quicksilver yet. So, Gasp. Um, yeah, so this is not using Quicksilver. And actually, no, no, here's the thing, though. I looked through his cards, and I was like, well, what kind of proxy as I'm, like, making this, this deck? Um, <laughs> it, and all week, I've been, again, I've been playing Spider-Man protection. And none of it has been with any Quicksilver cards because, honestly, I think I just like all these cards I have. Um, so it is, though, using proxies for bait and switch, as I mentioned. So bait and switch is that, you know, the villain attacks you, remove four threat, remove four threat from the main scheme. So I have, I think I shared it to you, but it's, uh, I've got three preemptive strike uh, in the Marvel CDB, you know, uh, deck uh, builder. Makes sense. 
just to stand in for bait and switch um, because it's also, you know, a one cost energy uh, event. Um, so let me walk through it. Okay. So this is, this is Spider-Man protection. And again, this is beat Rhino heroic one pretty, pretty handily. So it's got some cred. Um, all right. So funny enough, it has the exact same basic cards as the Avenger deck, uh, uh, aggression deck. That's the aggression deck. So it has an Avengers Mansion. It has a Quinn Carrier for the resources. It has an Endurance and two Honorary Avengers. Uh, it has the Energy Genius Strength, the two power in all of us. It has all those same six basic allies. Ironheart, Lockjaw, Mockingbird, Nick Fury, Spider-Man, and War Machine. So it's got all those same basic cards. It also has two Haymakers, actually, because the power in all of us can be used on that. And again, it's just a way to deal damage or or break his stun or whatever it is. Um, it's great for dealing with minions. Um, and then it's got just one protection ally, Luke Cage. It's got one protection support, which is the Night Nurse. And then it's got five protection events. So it's got two Muster Courage and three Bait and Switch. Nice. Yeah, and this so this deck, I mean, you you kind of see what it's doing very clearly when it's playing a heroic rhino because what it's doing is you are getting your allies out there, right? It has eight allies in the deck. You're getting allies out there to deal with that first side scheme, and then you are then getting tough on them. You know, War Machine comes in with tough, Luke Cage comes in with tough. Buster Courage is going to give tough to Spider-Man and then someone else. Um, you, can even, you can even save a tough on Black Cat for whenever you need, for whenever you need it. Because since That's she doesn't... Cool. Yeah, because she doesn't you know, lose it because of consequential damage. So um, throw that on her for when you just you know, have a surprise, like, oh, he's stampeding and I don't have any other card. To deal with this, okay, I'll just defend with Black Cat. Um, so you get tough. The Night Nurse is worth her weight in gold versus anyone who stuns or confuses, which Heroic Rhino with Bomb Scare is going to be confusing you with, uh, with the, the Bomb Scare card and stunning you with Stampede, stunning you when he flips to, to Stage 3. Um, so Night Nurse, you'll basically use every single use of her specifically to clear a, uh, a status card. Um, and then the Honorary Avengers, as I said before, again, can either be used just to beef up Spider-Man, but more likely you're going to need them to uh, beef up War Machine um, to, to be dealing with threat. Um, and then uh, Bait and Switch is just a beautiful... Beautiful card for Spider-Man. It's it's super fun to use. Um, again, especially when you uh, have flipped to Alter Ego, and then you drop your hand. If you draw into a bait and switch and a backflip, it's just a, a a totally beautiful thing where you then flip over. You know the villain has just schemed since, since you were in Alter Ego, um, so there's going to be a, a lot of threat in the main scheme. You can do bait and switch, draw a card, and then just backflip if you need to. Um, and yeah, that's that's really that's really what's going on. Got thoughts, questions? 
Pretty cool. I really like uh, protection with Spider-Man. I feel like it's it's really, really strong. And I'm excited to see how bait and switch works out. That gives you really like the best threat control of all, because you can maintain hero form pretty much forever. And then bait and switch is going to let you still reduce that threat. So you should never be having a problem with threat, which is really neat. Yeah, it is good. The only issue with bait and switch you got to remember is that it is strictly from the main scheme. Ah, so you can't hit side schemes with bait and switch. Exactly, which is why he still really it's still really important for you to be playing around. You know, use War Machine as a big thwarter for you for side schemes. Uh, using uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a great removal of a side scheme. Nick Fury can help you out with that. You know, Mockingbird and Lockjaw do their part. Or sorry, Mockingbird and Ironheart do their part. Lockjaw is great for emergency threat removal. Um, cause really it's not that bad to play Lockjaw from discard pile. Like that's like playing a three cost card from hand, right? Cause he, if you're playing from discard pile, um, it's, it's, it's equivalent to that. So you play, it's like playing a three cost card that's going to remove two threat now and then two threat again, or two threat and, and block for you, which is really not bad if you, if you need it in that exact moment to get rid of a science game. So so yeah, you still have to deal with those side schemes, but you only really have to deal with the side schemes. You don't yeah, have to not deal with that at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you... I'm very proud of it. I would very much suggest that you know people try it out. It's it's a fun deck. Is this the deck you've been taking up against Heroic Rhino? Oh yeah, yep. Okay. So I've been I've been messing with it to just try and get a sense for is there a way to more consistently get a win with Heroic Two. But but this I've definitely beaten heroic one again. This this can this can beat heroic one, like I hesitate to say easily, but pretty easily I would say. Um, and there's lots of slight variations you could do with this. You you can make it a lot more protection, like a lot more. You could play with a lot more protection cards, like energy barriers, uh, power of protection, um, brother voodoo, uh, a bunch of those cards if you wanted to um but i think i think it's i don't know i like i like playing with the power in all of us and and getting avengers mansion and queen carrier online i think that just provides him a little bit more stability um yeah but you you can do a bait and switch protection deck bait and switch night nurse muster courage luke cage those are the key things and then you got to either have some really other really good uh, protection cards or that whole suite of of um wasp basic cards <laughs> that can help you deal with threat right yeah well speaking of tough we're almost we're, we're almost through our hour so i'll jump to this last deck yes. which was originally going to be a deck all about tough and justice i was going to try to use invulnerability and i chickened oh. out <laughs> i'm, I'm going to save that for spider woman because i think there's a cool combo there Okay, Spider-Woman of all people. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so this is going to be a Spider-Man deck instead. So let me go through the deck. Yeah. It's called Flippity Flop Spider-Man, because you're going to be trying to flip every turn to Spider-Man, which is the opposite of what you probably normally want to do. And this is definitely a multiplayer deck. So we've got Black Cat, Ironheart, Mockingbird, Quake, and Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Not Spider-Man, just a Spider-Man. So you've only got Quake as a Justice Ally there. 
Um, you have 19 events, which is just crazy for me. Normally, <laughs> I try to run like as few events as possible. I actually built the Spider Woman one because I want to try it um, later tonight. And it had like 29 events in it. And I'm like, what is wrong with my life? What am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Okay. So it's got two backflips, two enhanced spider senses. When I started building this deck, I was just going to include all the cards that had art of Spider-Man or Spider-Man villains on them. Because I thought I that love, would be cool. Yeah, but yeah. there wasn't nearly enough in Justice and Basic. So I had, to, I had to deviate. But I put three copies of Foiled, where he's like pulling back Fisk's hand. Three mm -hmm. copies of Great Responsibility, which is going to be an important combo piece here. And then three copies of Lay Down the Law. I have my three swinging web kicks. And then I put in three concussive blows because I want to be able to confuse the enemy. I've got my three basic resources. Just for reference so far, only four cards from the Justice aspect have cost two or more. That's why I didn't put Power of Justice in. Yeah. For supports, I just have Ant May. Um, under upgrades, I put three honorary Avengers, which was basically me trying to get Endurance, um, but it probably could be two honorary Avengers and an Endurance. They're not needed to be honorary Avenger. I put one Sense of Justice, just so that eventually you could pay for those laid on the laws for free. Every time you flip, you're going to remove four threat from a scheme. That sounds really good. Really good. Um, I put two Skilled Investigators in there, because flipping and using laid on the laws is going to be a great way to get rid of side schemes. So if you're flipping, getting rid of a side scheme, and then drawing a card, you're going to feel really good about having gone to Alter Ego turn the turn before. And then I got my Tracers, my Web Shooters, and my Webbed Up. So my goal here is to optimize Ant May. So I want to use cards like Great Responsibility to just soak a bunch of damage instead of letting Threat be placed. Because if too much Threat gets placed, that's always a problem for Spider-Man. But he can take 5 damage to face in multiplayer if there's an Acceleration token out there, and it's no big deal for him. Because um, he could just flip down with Aunt May and then heal that all back in one turn. Exactly, exactly. You're going to have to use Concussive Blow so that the villain doesn't scheme while you do that. But at the same time, you can have minions like Quake that are not minions, allies like Quake that can take care of minions when you do flip down to Alter Ego form. So I tried to include lots of cards that would encourage you to flip down and see more Peter Parker. So you've got Quake in here. We've got Foiled, which can be used in Hero or Alter Ego form to remove the boost card from a scheme activation. We've got our lay down the laws. We've got our great responsibilities. So one thing is great responsibility is a hero interrupt. So you're only going to be able to play that when you're in Spider-Man form. Um, so ideally, this is like a two-player deck and either or a four-player deck, and you absorb that initial threat, or you take an attack, so you drop to six cards, and then Rhino schemes against your buddy, and maybe he flips a three boost icon card, and you say, no, I'll use great responsibility. That's zero threat on the scheme instead of four. Seems good to me. Um, yeah. And then you flip down and heal it all up with Aunt May. And it's been super fun testing it so far. I have not not, not enjoyed it. Um, it does not do very well solo because there's just very little opportunities for the combos to work, right? If yeah. you want to use foiled, um, you can at least do that in alter ego form. But if you want to use great responsibility, like you're always doing it on that like one auto threat or on a draw of advance. So you really need to play this in multiplayer for it to to go off best. I love it. I love it though. That's that's actually really fun. At great responsibility is a card that I'm slowly coming back around to, you know, having played you know so much solo, it just rarely sees the table and then um but but yeah, I love that you're really giving it a reason. I love when a card 
Can you find the reason for why a card has a certain hero pictured? Does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah. Then you're like, oh, great responsibility. Why does it have Spider-Man on it? Um, well, because he can soak all that damage and then flip down and heal it up without me. Um, and yeah, and Concussive Blow, such a fun card. I, I still think that that's uh, just one of my top, top cards. It's so fun. I mean, how, how, many, how, how many cards even confuse? Is, is it... It's one of the one of the only. Yeah, very few. Uh, it's one of the only non-hero specific cards. Yep. That confuses. Um, maybe. And maybe you could swap that concussive blow for a stealth strike if you think you're going to have minion problems. Um, since it's multiplayer, I'm assuming there's some aggression person that's just going to kill all the minions for me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's that's awesome. No, that's that's fun to. To, yeah, to, to hone it in that way, though. That's great. My favorite move was we were playing four-player, and if you use Great Responsibility in Phase 2 of Ultron Scheme, the one that's got 10 threat per yes. player, the Assault on Norad, um, we had, like, two acceleration tokens out, so it was putting six threat out, and I absorbed it all with Great Responsibility, and then none of us had to choose to put drones or more threat. So we really avoided, like, 14 threat for one, like, card. And I was like, this oh, is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that he heals up for, for free without me. It's, that's insane. Yeah. So he, that's, he, hear, hear this pitch for Spider-Woman Justice Protection. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Containment Immunity gives you tough. The new um, Quicksilver card, I think it is, Perseverance, when you flip, you can gain tough. Or maybe it was the Wasp card, the Protection card. So you can get five cards in your deck. If you included Muster Courage, you can get six cards in protection that give Spider-Woman tough. And then she can great responsibility, avoid all the threat, and take no damage. Oh. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, you know, magic Christmas land when you have the 15-card combo that it works out. But it seems really fun. So I'm going to try it, see how it goes. Yeah. Well, especially, like you were mentioning, in a four-player game, sometimes there's more, you know large amounts of threat being added to things um i'm for, i'm forgetting is great responsibility is it only the main scheme or is it a scheme when threat is placed on any scheme so like the initial threat that goes on a scheme won't work um yes. but if a scheme is like place two threat and when revealed also place three threat per player like with the new hinder ability coming up in guardians of the galaxy yep you'll be able yep. to avoid that threat too which could be really cool Yes, exactly. I think there's uh, the under under attack is somewhat similar, right? I think it's you choose either place to threat, but, you, but those are all individual choices for that one. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. interesting. It can work on the wrecking really crew fun. side schemes, but we don't yes. need help with the wrecking crew. It seems like so. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh my gosh, no, not really. Um, that's really fun. I like that a lot. Yeah, perseverance is in the wasp pack because i i oh, do right. that. i do on that um and actually it is def it's definitely been in iterations of that protection deck that i just shared as well and it, and it's fun i just i think i just have you know that's i am still a little bit torn on um flip to hero cards when you're not ant-man <laughs> um just because i feel like i've had you know I, you get those unlucky times where you only draw them when you're in the wrong, you know, when you're already in hero form. Oh, uh, definitely going to happen. It happened a lot when I was practicing this deck, so I wouldn't yes, get it. Exactly. So, and then and that's just variance, and you have to just be prepared for it. But I think it's tough with someone like Spider-Man who, any hero that it's like, ah, you're going to probably have bum cards in every hand. 
uh, you can't really afford bum cards, um, you know, uh, on, um, yeah. So that's, that's my, my anti-pitch against Perseverance. But it's actually an amazing card. It really is. To, to well, even that. Lay Down the Law. I really like Lay Down the Law because you can, you can mulligan hard for it, right? If you're going against Rhino and you don't draw a Toothwort ally, you're like, I just pitch all six cards. I've got three allies and three Lay Down the Laws in here, and any one of those solves my problem. And even if it just solves that first side scheme problem, it's probably paid for its like deck slot. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So true. I tried to put in Wanda's pack. There's the Swift Retribution card um, that was spoiled. The villain schemes deal four damage to the villain, but it just did not work out. <laughs> I was like, oh, it'll be so fun with Spider Man, but like the rest of the deck, it did not gel with. So we just we ignored it and moved on. <laughs> Yes, that is a f- cool looking card, though. To have, yeah, I think that's the first card. I think that that um, prompts the villain to scheme. Um, I, b- I believe f- from the hero side, um, which I think is so fun because, I mean, how many times are you stuck with a ton of ways to thwart but not threat out there? Like that, that does happen. Yeah, I had one instance where I had like Ultron scheme and he tried to place like six threat and then I can prevent it with no responsibility or not no responsibility, great responsibility. And I was like, oh, the combo finally worked. But uh, it, 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 was, it was far and few in between when I draw them in the same hand. So it is one to still consider in this deck, especially once you get Scarlet Witch. Try slotting it in for something. Maybe you, you slot it in for... Let me look here for foiled or something like that. You could also use foiled with that too. So maybe I should reconsider this and just try it again because yeah, the villain schemes, if you've got a foiled in your hand, then you know what value is getting added. So you don't have to worry about it. Like it's predetermined. And if you have great responsibility, you just turn it into damage and flip down an Aunt May it. And it's just one cost for four damage. Seems good. So maybe I'll have to try it again. I don't know why I thought it didn't work. I don't know what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, I say try it again, but man, that would be so much more helpful if the damage could be dealt to like uh, to any enemy. <laughs> um, just because, man. Like toe-to-toe is pick an enemy to attack you. This, If this was pick an enemy to scheme, it could be like the automatic minion killer for Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Even if it was the villain scheme, deal four damage to an enemy. I, I just think like being able to deal with uh you know minions is is such a big deal but it makes sense that it's that it's not that since it's a justice card and you know you shouldn't be you shouldn't be the best minion removal on the table (laughs) so yeah moon knight's kind of attacking minions in the card art though so it's hard to know i don't know oh man that's so true theme come on come on come on yeah that's that's great well, this is awesome. I, I love, if you couldn't tell, I love talking about Spider-Man and I could you know talk about him a lot longer. He's, he's, he's really fun. And then my last thing for him would just be like, if anyone is, has listened this far and is not sold on playing Spider-Man, like you should go play Spider-Man because he, I think that the, the game in many ways feels designed around him. I, I just think he really, so much of like how the game works and then how you can flip the, the basic assumptions of the game on its head a little bit, you see that in Spider-Man. And uh, it's just, he's a really clean hero to play, really fun, so it does some things that no one else does. And, and I really think that, that you know, new hero packs continue to um, bring him new cards that, that he can just do a lot of fun things with, like, like toe-to-toe, uh, bait-and-switch, um, you know, all the basic cards in, in Wasp. 
And so, yeah, I, I highly recommend people to swing around and, and uh, give him another chance. Yeah, I think that uh, he's my ultimate team-up teaching deck. Whenever I want to teach someone the game, I let them pick whatever hero they want, whatever aspect, and I run Spider-Man Protection, and I say, okay, you do hero things, and I'm going to defend for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And people love it, because they just get to do whatever they want. They feel like the hero, and in reality, I know that I defended for them like 15 times, <laughs> and it's okay. But it's just such a good deck to team with people, so cool. Totally. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, We're thanks for having back me. Back to our, our Power of series, continuing with Captain America next, so we'll see how he pairs up against Spider-Man next month.